Yeah, we back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Bass Brothers podcast. As your first podcast, I hear. So happy new year. And Merry Christmas and all Christmas that. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on? What's going on, guys? Yeah, Ramya, Sayada, Randy, John, and Chadiel. In today, Ramya, like, like, <laughs> Ramya, <laughs> Ramya. I feel you got her, you got her. Oh, you're not hearing me? Oh, you're not hearing me? We're not hearing him either. Nah, I feel you got her. You got her log out and log back in voice. <laughs> yeah, but let, let, me get, let me get into the report now. Um, last night, Trinidad against USC. Charlie, are you with the interview? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, it was watching them in live, boy. Honestly, I think I, I look worse in person because I can see the whole field now. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't need to see it with the camera showing me, which is like the live action parts. I can see the entire field. So, off the ball, I can see the men like totally out of position and tactically set up to get killed now, boy. So, uh, it's a horrible game. I think the two hours is nonsense. I think the, the, um, the lineup, I don't know like who was the stronger players or not, but I can't believe when you hold a chance to be go that I, them yeah. center back is the best thing we have. That number four, so, terrible boy. Yeah, we saw big looking person, eh? <laughs> like I was like now, nah, but it's gonna never be a professional <laughs> athlete, but it can never be a professional athlete. And also too, I didn't coach because Sorry. because honestly, too, boy. Like as a coach, yeah, that's you. But could could you blame the coach though? Because that is the that is players he had to work with. You know? I remember them men that play football in like a year. <laughs> nah, man, it had it had some places. Pack the bus then, you know, pack the bus. Do the dog press because who, why are you pressing? Yeah. Like why are you pressing? These men cannot press. Why are you pressing? Like let, let's sit back a little bit. You know, Stoke is doing a long time. They yeah. like sit down in the back. And Why then have something, they launch the ball long and they try something and then they come back again and they defend and they defend. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're stressing yeah, things. Yeah, it's it's a good teams. A little box six at 6 3 1 on thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> After them first two goals, I was going to say I feel like damage control time. Maybe, um, you know. And then first two goals coming in 10 minutes. First 10 minutes. Huh? Exactly. So by that point, they should be like, all right. But, um, how you find the, the US based players did though? Like the foreign based players. Sorry? How you find the foreign based players do? Because local based players didn't play football in like a year. But yeah, the, for, the local based players would not play football in like a year. Well, how you find the foreign based players do? Because they would actually be playing. No, but nobody looked good enough. So I can't even tell you. I couldn't tell you. Like, I really actually could not tell you. Who was foreign versus who was local? Because the foreign didn't look good, the local didn't look good. Because they're all of the same money, in my opinion. Had a couple of people that try. Um, Jabari, for example. Yeah, Bari had a good one. He, he, he try, you know. Yeah. I can see he try, but you can't do it on your own. Mukut had a good number. game, I find. You know? What number is Mukut? Uh, I think he's eight. Just now we can see. I, can I, think, I think he was. He, he, yeah, he, yeah. I know, he, I know numbers. I know, you know. He was a man. Oh, he came on. He came. Yeah, on. yeah, he came on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came on for midfield. Yeah. yeah I think he was decent. Yeah, he looked bad. Yeah, he looked bad. Um, our right winger, he try, but he's not that. He's not, he just give man if effort enough. Like you know, like some men are giving man effort at them, but it hasn't meant that boy. Horrible, we horrible, 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 horrible. Even the keeper too, like keeper boy, boy, oh boy. <laughs> I mean, I, plenty of the goals the keeper was not fault for, but it had some goals that I was like, what is man doing, boy? The demand was terrible, boy. Well, what do you think sorry. about the coaches' response in terms of um? He said uh, the the players didn't stick to the plan. Correct. He so, is a clown. And I want wow. her to tag him in this video and let him know I say he's a clown. That could not have been the plan. You see the thing? I mean, <laughs> if your player has gone so off course, 
is it a you doing a bad job as a coach or they just don't take you serious? I refuse it, to believe that, oh. that he just went and say the players and stick to the plan and that's all. But remember, these men are play football in a year. This is Fenwick's first game in charge. He literally no, had nothing. Scarlet. He had no, nothing Scarlet. else no, to gauge. No, 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 he had no. nothing else to gauge these players and the ability. That men training. That men training about three months now. Scarlet. Yeah, we well, could train for ten months now. That men training. You could train for ten years. But if you're not playing against anybody, how are you supposed to know? I don't want to hear no my players and sex any plan. No, he come and he honestly, in my opinion, use the coach. Right? Don't throw your players on the bus. Yeah, correct, correct. Don't throw your players on the bus. That's my point. Yeah. No matter who stick to the plan, who doesn't take the plan. Ownership, take responsibility. Exactly. From the you get-go. Yeah, imagine shit. this is a friendly. Imagine you go into more serious tournaments. You're just going to be training your team on the bus right now. Exactly. Yeah, regardless of how your team do is, now I hear coaches coming out and saying, well, my players, I tell my players do A and I'm going to do X, Y, Z. You say that. You say we as a team... We as a team, we as a coach, if you is a claim to be such a good coach, you can't tell me that these players don't respect you enough to execute a game plan so horribly. Nah, but you know, like, I don't know that man. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, even higher level players than that take like take a while to, to get what the managers are trying to translate with far better managers and far better quality players. So I think it's probably entirely possible that what he's trying to teach them. But are, but do you come out on national and public TV and say, hey, that man is shit? That man is That's the you know, that's the we have like don't come out well, on it. Well, you know? well well did he, like he did, did he say that though or did he say that Trinidad do have a proper development system. And he it's said that as well. It's a fine. Yeah, he said, he yeah, said, he said, he said it. all of it. He said all of the above. A, B, and C. He said all of the above. Well, I mean, he correct with the development piece, but don't go and you criticize your players like no, that. but my <laughs> thing is, right, like you as a coach, before you go into a team, you know the development the team is, you know the stats your team have, you know the records surrounding them. So in a situation like this, where Trinidad is almost never favorable, except for that one time we will never forget when we knock them out. You know we are getting into with your team. We all had a, a certain result in mind. So don't come now when the results a little worse and come and say, well, my team doesn't stick to the plan, they don't have the facilities, they don't exactly. You as a coach, you know we are getting into. So we but, did have a good game. It was a good run, but me and the guys have some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, you mad? He crazy with that. He crazy. Then Vendora was high pressed in Trinidad here, and you going against the best competition it have, and trying to beat them at the what they are stronger. Exactly. Correct. He's crazy to do that. So don't tell me that the boys in them do the one. The boys in them cannot do what they want them to do. So do the right thing. No, but as as like as Molino and Joven Jones say before the game. That game was a suicide mission. It had, no, it had no way the national team had played football in more than a year and gone to the USA. We should exactly. have been playing a little St. Vincent, a little St. Lucia. Well, see, that's what, he, that's, what, that's what Ego does come in on us, guys. Because Fenwick is that kind of person about that. He thinks he is the best coach in Trinidad and Tobago. And he used to criticize all the coaches before him. And he's so believe that he can do the best job possible. And I think, so, he, I think he could. Him, I think he could, but no, no he I was actually I was hopeful. That's like you know, David Sanchez. He's gonna win the Premier League when yeah, yeah like it's not impossible. No, but you need time to gel. Like you know, my time. Like it, it will take a couple years until it ever happen again. You understand? It's a in project. Chelsea, yes, it's definitely a project that he had to put into place because this is not going to be for the next few years. I think this will be like a more long-term kind of thing. Exactly. Maybe next, like, next 20 years. Plenty of youths demands you know, there yesterday. Right. Why would you... I don't know what he was trying to say because when it's not a youth team, you're trying to give them inspiration. You don't come and say the men and them play Tata after the game. You know, you say... <laughs> so well, that's my thing. And you said, not a youth team against a very experienced country. 
people that would have been playing yeah. despite yeah, COVID. So, yeah, and, and they, they, their team is a youth team too. Eh? No, but still, yeah, but you I, I got to see. Like, <laughs> like, like, no, oh, David, what's with the youth team? It's still better than Trinidad. You know, it's not... No, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Watch where the youths in Trinidad playing. And watch where the youths in America playing. They're playing in Bayern Munich, Chelsea, Juventus. Women playing in Super League. Now I'm saying that the most traveling I'm doing is from, from, from the US South, doing something correct in the development that we're not doing quite clearly. None of we players playing. Where, where's the best leagues abroad that our players playing in right now? Anybody in the Prem? La Liga? The Bundesliga, that's where we want our players. That's where the US. I mean, that's a very, and, and as I'm saying, but football has so much politics in it that is a very hard thing for a small nation to do. I remember that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. remember when sports and Trinidad run because of profit motive. And, um, yeah. Remember when we had, um, when we had players, when we had players in the Premier League and them kind of leagues, remember Jack O'Neill's running Trinidad football? That might think. Correct. We do so have Shing was pulling. Yeah, we don't have anybody <laughs> doing that anymore. So it's hard Trinidadians to get out there. Exactly. And we also do remember too that um for you to become a sorry, for you to play in England, you have to have a system of the national caps for your country. Right. Like that real rules and regulations behind yeah, it. Yeah, it's not easy for Mercedes to be like, oh, ups and be like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. You know? You need to First, you need a certain amount of appearances to secure work permit. Question though, question. I seen something here on um, Wired eight six eight on the Facebook page. Big um, up Lasana. <laughs> yeah, underneath the post that they were, um, they posted an excerpt of what the quote said, pretty much what we we're talking about a while ago. And then there are some persons under it saying that he had a core of persons coaching for a couple months. Then at the last minute, the coach ditched them to play some foreign based players. I heard that too, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to say it's us, but I heard that too. <laughs> yeah, so I was checking with you guys because it was after the match that I was hearing all of these things. That is true. So apparently, there was coaching for the past couple of months. They've been training in Trinidad. And then he brought some men from Trinidad, but he also brings some fellows who was based in the US. And apparently, six of them started. Yeah. And the only team two days. Oh. Right. So and the six of them start. So the man them who gel in the system never actually get to play. Mm. Basically. Or who would have Correct. trained. And the man who, the man who came on second half was more the local men that was training. Right. And that's when your yeah. team looked better. Well, I would not say that. And I think, I think USA just also swap out the team. <laughs> well, true. And, true. and, you know, take their foot off the pedal too. So, oh, we were talking earlier about this being a project, a long-term project. So accepting that is a pro- that it is a project. You yeah, think this so game? You think this game? Co- man, who, who the blame there? Players or the coach? <laughs> yeah, but accepting that this is a project. You think that this game is more about the result or the experience? Because we had eighteen-year-old, that eighteen-year-old, nineteen-year-old men in this squad, and this is the first game playing against I'm, such an opposition. So you think it's about the experience going out there? I don't know. I, no, I would no, say I that. I feel like every game is a good experience for players. I mean, what I would say is maybe it was not a wise decision to have your youth players go up against any United States team. But, but I mean, I can understand as a coach. I can't understand as him though. I just think if I was a coach and um, I don't have a choice, I want players to get experience and I feel like this is a good time. That, that you're going up against a difficult team, so you know from the get-go where you have to work on, whatever, whatever. That's fine, but coming back to what the coach say, like my thing is if you're setting up your players for something that you feel is over-achievable, but you still want them to gain something from it, then you don't come at the end of it and bash them from it. Because you know what your team could do. And if we're being real, we know Trinidad probably couldn't go there and beat the U.S. last night. I think we were ever going there with the expectation to win. I, just, I think we were going there with, to see how much we would contest USA. Because it was never going to be the case of Trinidad going on and winning the game. Yeah. 
Let's just see where we at, I guess, like the SSD level. Apple phone. Yeah, well, we, we, we see where we at. <laughs> we, we see we saw our game, but... Nothing wrong with that game, but... Yeah, to see if the players putting heart in the performance, if they're doing yeah. certain things right in the plan, you know, then you know, all right, you have a foundation to build on. But sometimes with some of them, you see some players was trying and thing, you know, some players no, showing this, this, this could be a good thing, because you know, if we want to compete with USA, Mexico, Costa Rica, and the, top CONCACAF, the top CONCACAF side, this is what we need to see how much, how far away we are from these sides. If we play, if we play, if we play, yeah, if, we play, if, we play if we play Barbados and St. Lucia and Guyana and them teams and we beaten them, I we're know. not really gauging where we are. We just beaten teams that we should be beaten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we gauge. I would love to. I would love to hear like the conversations with these games after though. Like, are you gonna yeah. do? Like, are you gonna watch over the game? Sit down with the players, see where you went wrong. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and correct. That. They did that now. They did that today. I'm pretty sure they did that today. Yeah, oh, oh, oh. That's what I feel. I feel like this is a little experience because I feel like it was just above. Yeah, if you want to play against the US and you know the kind of football the US is playing and you know your team can't do it, then work to strengthen what they could do, you know? Mm. Right. So send them up against teams that are doing what it is they want them to do better than them. It must have something that they could do better than that team. Because if a team doing good in A, then they it must have some type of game that their strengths could could rival people in. What if the coach was trying to take advantage of our Caribbean athleticism by employing the press? <laughs> um, I think our USA team, that USA team looks fit and ready. Yes, no way. No are way. You, are you gonna look like a beast? <laughs> There's no way that could be a plan. Anyway, the most exciting no. thing about this game for me was the um broadcast boy. Like when I realized that we actually got broadcasting, well not got broadcasting, right? but it was showing on so many different um EWS. Something so I that was it was horrible for me. Oh no. I don't know if it could have been my wi fi Probably. People complaining about it too, so I think uh, it's, it was it's, all it's, wrong. Like, if it were a time for you to, like, it's a low-stakes game, it's just a friendly, just experiment. Yeah, experiment as much as you want to. So. Yeah. I feel like he's experimenting. Like, well, he just sent out that team to play. Yeah, I didn't feel like he was tweaking things enough and trying different things. It felt like they were doing the same thing over and over and over and goal one, goal two, goal three, same and thing, goal four, same like, thing. If you went so much goals and, and, and second half come and you still go back out and uh, what's the point? Were you telling players I'm not yes, in that yeah. room? Did they, su- did they um, sub the left back? Because after the fourth game, I stopped watching that game. <laughs> the left back was running around <laughs> slow. <laughs> He was watch me. I, I do understand where these men come from. <laughs> because <laughs> these men huge. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It had a fella, right? It had like three fellas on the left, the left wing. I think he was a left back. Yeah, left And and I think it was a left winger or something. The men just like in a triangle trying to pass <laughs> the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but that was the best player of the game, though. That was the best player of the game. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he passed the ball so though. They both bobbing when he passed though. That's the one thing I was watching him do. He, he was playing and linking up, but he passed the ball also. The ball like well, let me um let me touch on what Fenwick say about youth development now, because as you say, um he bring he bring in people last minute into the squad, into a squad that would have plenty youths for like three months they were training. So let me talk yeah. about youth development and how the national team suffering because of the lack of youth development. So, um, Christian, um, when you say youth development, um, David, you're familiar with um, Dakar Stakup and Manning Cup, right? Yeah. yeah. Do you guys have competition on that level at the second? No, nah. we have a lot. Nah. No, we do Sky. We do, not at that do. level. Not that level. Because Acosta Cup and Marin Cup, very, very competitive. The closest thing we have to that is Intercup. Mm-hmm. And that is not really youth development. Now, nah, but we have, we have the Army um, Pro League too. 
Ever what are doing? What are they doing? How much? Mean, how much? How much national players has come from you, please? Uh, I'm sure every player on the national team passes you. For sure, for sure, for sure, for I sure. I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. I can bet my, my life savings on that. <laughs> Your life savings is a lot. Like we know one time is one final <laughs> You development for me though, like when people hear you development and in terms of football, they only think about the government or or the leagues that the government have in place and stuff like that. But it really starts from like grassroots levels from um having clubs within mm. the different areas like academies. Two, academies. Like it starts from real young. When you go into those other countries and thing, Argentina and they they have their players training from six years, eight years. So mm. when they actually reach um age 17, 18, 19, they're ready to, to perform on the international international stage so it's not really about just um depending on the government to to have um these particular leagues it really starts with people who are passionate about football and, and every yeah every club we have football concentrated but every club should have an academy correct yeah because we talk about youth purely we talk about youth purely and intercourt but that is mainly under 20 under 19 under 18 yeah. maybe under 17 what about from 8, 9, 10? Correct. My thing is, like, I just had this conversation with people, and it's, it's real upset me because people just be like, oh, well, Trinidad don't have the same players as the US, or it's not really so much the facilities, but the skill level. And I find that real nonsense now because, I mean, like, yeah, the US and all these European countries, English clubs, you know, they're rich, they have the money to have the academies so the kids, whatever. But then when you look at places like Brazil, right? It's one of the poorest countries. And you're seeing, like, so many great footballers coming out, regardless of the poverty they was in. Like, look how much good, like, great Warren Alois, and he was poor or something when he was younger. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. 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 And guys usually like, just that's why I get like, I get people say, like, oh, we don't have the skill level in our country. That is not it. Because when you go to, like, intercourt games, you go to, like, people playing fat matches and things. Like, sometimes you'll be watching men and you'll be saying, like, wow. Yes, actually, yes, genuinely be amazed at the, at the skill people is be having, regardless of small to, to all or whatever the case is. I just think the money is an issue for us, and we don't have enough people that genuinely passionate about the sport and yeah. do get tired in the politics of it. I just think it's a skill problem, and I don't like when people say that, because I, I, I feel like we could have athletes and be pushing out our athletes to reach the point that all these other countries at our same economic level at. But who mm-hmm. really gonna put the money in and, and put like yeah. fuel the funds into where it is we need it for? Good point. Because look at Jamaica. That's my thing. I sure like we, we have the skills. Look we at Jamaica money. and and look at even Curacao. Curacao yeah. is a top top Caribbean side now. Ramiya, exactly. you're going like, to say something about um, yeah. man and cup and thing. No, well, I, I was going to make parallel um, parallels with um, track and field. There's no way the US. There's no way Jamaica has more money to spend on track and field than the US. Hmm. It's just right. that we have we have very, very, very good developmental programs. So like right. culturally, every school have a sports day. And it's not like a little waste of time sports day. And the yeah. fo- um the from 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 you going to high school, you are sectioned into the classes that you will compete at the national championship. So if we're having a normal wow. sports day, class one running against class one, that's like over 16, over 17. Class two running against class two, over 15. Class right. three running against. So it's from that stage now, them get used to competing at their level. And then over time, if you're showing enough competence, you move up to higher levels. So maybe you're a class three, but you can compete in class two or you can compete in class So one. what you're saying is not based on age, right? It's based on talent. No, it's based on age, but if you are younger than the class, you can still participate. Okay. So if you're younger than the age limit, what what I'm saying is it's an attitude towards developing these kinds of parents. As primary schools, schools come looking for runners. Do you have any Mm -hmm. athletes here? Do you have any naturally gifted? They put in a program, you train every day after school. 
even though <laughs> we're having like athletes meddling in throwing, but that is because there is a concerted effort now to focus on field events from as early right. as first form, which is grade seven, from right up till when they reach um, performing in champs. And then you have going on to the senior team because even champs, champs is bigger than Karifta now. Mm-hmm. Our, our national champs is the biggest track well, and field biggest. Is bigger than Karifta yeah, now. Yeah, it's one of the biggest. Like, faster times are run there than are run mm-hmm. at Karifta. Record the hundred meter record, I think for nineteen year olds is ten point zero something in it. Mm-hmm. It's not a joke. T- it's not a joke thing. It is not a joke thing. Young, young girls running 11 0 0, 15, 16 year olds, 17 year olds. And that's some, that's some Olympic times, too. Yeah, what? you're qualified. You're telling me? That's what's <laughs> putting here. That's crazy. It's not a joke thing. So, it's that attitude that them have. And you're coming up through the system. Primary school, they're in the system. Yeah. High school, they're in the system. And you're training and you're training. Then, they have their nutrition program. Then they have them camp, so you stay over on the weekend. So mm-hmm. there's a structure yeah. about all of it. Mm-hmm. We don't you have see, that. We don't have that same structure for football, which is why we don't do as well. And then we don't transition well from Manning Cup and the Costa Cup to to the national, national team because yeah. some of the players go overseas for school when they get scholarships. But mm-hmm. that is another thing. We yeah. prepare the students for scholarships overseas. In I, I have a question. Yeah, I was answering question. Do you think in turn that the problem is that our priorities is more like education than anything else? Like education is the way? Do you think that's a problem? Because if you look at places like England, right? If you look at places like England, for example, then man there must be in football academies where they live because they're like living and doing there from a young age. And where like school would be like a secondary thing versus sorry <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> no no I don't mean I don't mean I don't mean you players and I just mean like no no I understand that we have yeah too much emphasis on not too much but we put majority of emphasis on school being the new new the way to go so we don't pop money behind ideas besides school and football and everything is like a extra extra curricular activity oh, so you mean like other places where yeah i, I get i get what jerry is saying so yeah. you mean like um you mean like, like pushing for a scholarship something instead yeah, of having academies no to me in trend that it's always been than sport yeah yeah and on the side you can play football maybe yeah. okay. I feel like, okay. it's an extra activity i feel like it's a bit of both eh? because it have some schools we will not call names but like they have they have lowered the academic standard to keep quality players to no. keep that integral name up I said I know what name. Well, call him, call him. But I, I just, I, I feel in, in most cases, though, that is the thing. Like, everybody is pushed for education. Not, not, not only government and not only schools, but households Look, as well. Yeah, like, a lot parents. of parents tell their kids. You know what I mean? My dad told me that as well. My dad told me that when I used to go to a football academy. He told me, you know, your, your, your main focus is Cape, but you could still do this on the side. And then when I actually start my exams, I'm saying I couldn't go back to training anymore. Because yeah, I had to I my school. Yeah, that was me. That was me in Naps too, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's, it's more of a, um, it's more of a parental thing that kids just grow up with. Not so yeah. much. Yeah, the government is, is, like, they don't really put much focus on it as they should. Yeah, traditional. But I also yeah. think it's a, it's a traditional, yeah, as, as Randy says. Yeah, it's, it's a very I think it's just culture. Yeah, just the yeah. culture. But, yeah. but, but in addition to that, though, um, People, you have to understand from the perspective of your parents, how do you like make a living from football if you no, don't of become course, a superstar? That's understandable. In, yeah. Like in, in the in the in Trinidad and Tobago, for example. Mm-hmm. So where are the avenues for you to really earn a proper And that's the thing, like we still we still lack the development that we need that a lot of parents, if they know their children skilled enough, they say, well, here's what, work towards getting a, a scholarship from an international university. 
so you could go abroad and further your sports and thing because we really do not have the facilities we need to have down here. The money is not put into it. I agree. Again, 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 I can show you how. Over time, the attitude towards track and field out here changed because what? When you finish Both. high school, not no, before ball, as ball is a product of that. When you yeah. finish high school, it have track clubs. Right. It have track club, local track clubs that manage your career. You get to sign up for a diamond league, you're going to run and collect your 10,000 US or whatever the case is. Um, outside of that, there has been a, like a concerted effort to export the talent to universities. So people see it as a legitimate avenue. Mm -hmm. yeah. not, not like not like football. Well, that was kind of the case in Trinidad too, because uh, when we spoke to Marshall on the pod, Marshall season on the pod last month, well, last two months now, and mm -hmm. me and Marshall come from the same club, and we used to have training after school and all them things, and what Marshall is, an Olympic athlete now. Even Judge, yeah, but what the, but Judge, he, um, he, he, he went to the US. Yeah. No, 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 Marshall was an athlete before he went to the US, actually. Yeah. Marshall was a Clifter so. athlete and he mm -hmm. was a CAC. And I think he was at Olympics when he was, when he was um, in Trinidad. 2012 Olympics, he went and he was still that in Trinidad. That was his first Olympics? Yeah, that was his first Olympics. Okay. So, and I feel like, I feel like the issue is that the stigma surrounding athletes is that they're dumb. Or yeah. they so can't do sports. good in, you just yeah, like, have a bucket, like if you can't do nothing exactly. in life. Like, yeah, you have no future yeah, in, in school, you're not doing good in school, so just go and, like, go and play football, go and play for the national team. Exactly. Yeah. It, it shouldn't be like that, you know? It's the back or the alternative to being dumb. It's like, exactly. oh, well, you ain't getting a book, then do go and play a sport. <laughs> I hope that, was, that was actually yeah. one of the reasons I, I, I had to leave my ex -man. Cause she, <laughs> she mother, she mother. She, she, she mother. Um, she mother. See me doing sports management and, and say I doing sports management because I didn't get to do what I wanted to do. And that, that, that was the dumb uh, I am a, I am a product. I am a product of, of this exact same thing. Cause I got you to do, like other stuff in terms of I wouldn't even call the name, but I chose to do sports management, and it was just because. Not not proven to other people, but following my passion and know right. I could make something um out of it. Yeah. And even mm -hmm. like like traditionally as well, like my parents, well, my mom in particular, she wanted me to, you know, to go into this law and become that traditional either you become a lawyer or a doctor. But no, oh, I see, <laughs> I see, like I see myself yeah. becoming something uh, Yeah. And yeah, I have like, like this big picture in my head, but I know it will take time to work towards right. and eventually yeah. people they could just pave the way for others. And that's the thing too, well, like a lot of um with, with women and girls in general, a little uh, it's a little more difficult than the boys because boys naturally have that thing where all right, well, you know, you go to school, you play football or whatever, but for girls it's a little more difficult because then we had to go through the whole route of Answering to our parents, or oh, where you want to play a sport for, where you want to do with that, what I want yeah. to do. I, I remember secondary school, I used to hide and go to my volleyball tournaments. My, my father never knew I was doing that. Because for him, it was the other day of school. You yeah, no time to be leaving school, yeah. you're leaving your classes and go out and be playing football and um, volleyball in, in town. Yeah. So it was always like a hide. And that's, yeah. I think that's what my issue was, even with university level. Like, we don't have enough things offered in, in the field of like sport like look I wanted to do physio to do it for football I can do that here I don't know how to go to, Jam yeah. to Jamaica or to the yeah. US like the programs is only now you we actually offering a little more because now they actually have a, a sport sports faculty yeah, I didn't have that when I was there. so all it had was sports tourism which wasn't even that much on sport management it, it, it was so limited like everything's so limited in terms of sports over here and then I guess to be fair though, I don't think do we have enough to sustain sports? Do we have enough interest from the general populace? That is what it is. That is that's what we lack. A sports lifestyle because I when I watch a lot of cricket. 
I mean, had it not been for you, I probably would have paid for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch a lot of cricket. Um, I used to play for you, yeah. But I watch a lot of cricket. Right. Um, whenever we watch the Caribbean matches, the West Indies playing, nobody's ever there. And I know it's, and I'm not talking about just the weekdays, like on the weekends, nobody's there. Yeah, but if you unless compare it to like T20, yeah, yeah. I don't know, see. The it's T20. It's like, but it's the same thing. It's how they commercialize it. It's how they exactly. It's just how you're marketing it. Like sports, to watch cricket. Everybody doing this. Correct, around. correct. And yeah. that is the essence of it. Yeah. But it's still getting people into the door. And it's yeah. still financing the project and it's still paying for salary and whatnot, you know? I'm now going to say, I do think, though, that cricket is the more financially beneficial sport for us here in Trinidad because, yeah, for sure. I mean, our players have been getting the facilities, doing what they need to do. But at the same time, I feel like if the... I'm not saying, well, this is just me as an outsider. I, I don't know how the funds are reallocated. I don't know how it's going. But I feel like if... You know, it was if football was taken a little more serious on that cricket level, financially as well, things might have been different. But to be fair, to okay, it actually have an avenue for cricket and um track and field to reach international levels. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you see, that. that is because if you think about it too, right, guys, cricket is only played in so much countries. You know. Mm. So we'll they like a competition mm-hmm. yeah. to get into these places. It's like, okay, well, if I want to pick a cricket team, I could really actually only pick from India, the Caribbean, Australia. England, Australia. Yeah. After yeah. that, after that, it can kind of phase out, you know. Whereas for football, yeah. it's like I could go any country in the entire world and I could no, find a talent. No. Daniel, I'm going to disagree with you on that point. As of late, I don't think. Cricket is just limited to those places. Because before I came on this call, I was watching T10 highlights. You see how football is like? You have this one type of football. Every football is 90 minutes. Mm. You have three, four different formats that are established for cricket. It's a different format of football too. But if you don't make... But if you don't... If you don't make like say you don't make somebody's 50 over team, you can make them T20 team or you can make them T10 team. And that's just in England alone. If you don't make any other teams there, you can make those same teams in Australia. You can make those same teams in Abu Dhabi, which is where I was watching it now. Um, you can make those same teams all over the world. They even have uh, T20 tournaments in America but, now and Canada. Ah, America. I'm, you can make the you can make the same argument with, with you can make the same argument with, with futsal and, and I know I hear nothing about no American person playing no cricket. I know <laughs> no, but, 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 but on, the, on, the, on the scale though, um David, mm. you're not going to earn that kind of money playing futsal or well, any variant of football that the men earning from T ten and T twenty. Well probably true, yeah. Mm. Yeah, the interest is not the interest is just not there. But um applying that applying that back to Trinidad football mm. for Pro League and Super League games, the stadium must be empty. You'll only have your, your family, you have your girl, you have whoever at watching the game. <laughs> but when when it had Ascension League in 2019. 2019, yeah. When you bring football to the community, the places we pack out, it will be packed out. And I how Ascension League was. In, instead of trying to have clubs in Manny Ramjan, he's the guy for Atobola, playing in them three stadiums, bring the football back to the community. Let me... David... Yeah, the youth pro league is not like red stripe where you have a home, home, home and away situation. Nah, nah. Everybody plays. Nah. Everybody oh, plays no. the same girl. I think, and that's okay. the thing because, that's, that's like, true. if you look at, if you look at CPL, like we have a lot of big sponsors. 
people names I will not call because I am also affiliated. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> like you have lots of big brands, a lot of like well-known people contributing to it. You know, actively putting their brand out there to be showcased because they know cricket go and get the coverage. You know, yeah, people go and turn out. They go and get the turn out they want, so they're benefiting from it. But when they look at football, like. Was the big brand you see in advertising? It's, 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 it's not only that. Football in particular, it survives on identity. Basically. And if a club doesn't have an identity, and people can't identify with the club and the football your club playing, nobody going to support your club. If we've been real, the 800 people that turn up to them games in the stadium and Trinidad playing, somebody local is strictly for the love of football. And it's some kind of patriotism. Yeah, but, like, yeah. It's, it's because we're patriotic and it's because we love the game. We know the team going to lose, but we're still showing up. Like, you will, you will always have that, like, amount of people that will support your team regardless of what's going on. But at the end of the day, mm. it's got to be more than that, you know? Like, it's like the right amount of people pushing it, the right amount of funds going into it, so maybe something could change. And as David was saying, like, games aren't hanging money around, John. The thing is, and these facilities, like, the people don't have it to use unless they pay some money towards it, unless it's some league. And yeah, and that's our next thing. Yeah, yeah, don't use money around like them stadiums for free. Yeah, a small a small team in, in Marbella can't go inside there and say, well, I want to play a friendly against this next small team, and it don't work so unless they have the money to put out to rent these facilities. But so, yeah, people will come in your savannah and watch it, but you're not getting the chance to bring your community to these big stadiums unless, you know, it's, it's some kind of tournament or something going on. A, so good, a, cool. a, a very good example of a club having an identity is Civic Center. If you watch Civic Center, when they play at their home ground, Mahika Oval, the whole mm. You're afraid to leave the grounds after as I yeah, exactly the whole and that's the thing, eh? like when you watch is also going to like the whole the whole stigma behind like geographical locations and stuff like that. Like if we're being real, if you and like Sando and some some big some little small team go and play, like Mokurapa Street FC say they're coming out to play a little game. Are you go- who's gonna watch it? Well, a friendly, a friendly, not really, you can't really expect our attendance from a friendly. Yeah, for friendlies are different. <laughs> but no, but, but I'm saying I... is like, I feel like certain, certain areas, people is, is push the sport and they be welcome into the sport. Like, they, they like that people in their community, like, doing better. They want to see them do better in the sport, so they go out and support, Correct. you know? I feel like in but... Canada, though, we don't really, like, like in the US, for example, not taken, like, taken out of consideration their size right look at the different states and stuff in the u.s if we were to, to compare it to Trinidad, like every state in the u.s whatever team is going up for that state it must have people come out and watch the game if it was like that over here for like every city we have over here it will not be the same well i was not going to talk about that going back to identity yeah exactly if it come down to the basic bread and butter of supporting a club if you watch right. the majority of, of england if you're in Manchester, you either support United or City. If you're in, if you're in London, London, you support a London Arsenal, club. Chelsea, <laughs> West Ham, somebody. You support a London club. And the thing is, like, if we're being real, all these clubs would have sat out nowhere. Like, all these clubs would have sat out. Like, a, a friggin' Sheffield Wednesday, nobody knows about Sheffield them. Sheffield Wednesday is a big Sheffield club. Sheffield Wednesday. That's a very I know, big I, club. I know, I mean, somebody from Sheffield Wednesday, follow me. You're talking about Sheffield Wednesday, but... Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying, point, like, if, if it was there to support... Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Like, we the league. Look, um, the people and them who make Rangers, and that's a new club. They build La Hoketa Rangers. Yeah, La Hoketa Rangers. That bring that whole community together because they build a seven yeah. million dollar stadium there, and that stadium always sell out when Rangers play. And um, people, play. because people and identify with the club. club, they live in La Hoketa, so they supporting their. Exactly. Their that, that, that is their club. That is yeah. my club. This is my identity yeah. thing. Yeah. And this thing, I feel like, yeah, lots of people don't, don't have the passion for it. A lot of people not willing to go out and support to help the club I don't think build the identity they need to build. I don't think it's not that people do, do support the club. I just think that pure league and Trinidad football on the whole, they don't make it attractive 
to support the yeah. club they want to yeah. support. I feel like it's time back to that, that same logic with the, well, you're not going to make it anywhere and it's not going to be yeah, something. It's so all come back to that. It come back to the yeah. people mentality towards sport. Can you say weekend time people finish work the 8 to 4 job or whatever. Weekend time it's a football play stadium. It's a, you know what, now nah, I still man sleep. I you can't, you can't really say that right? still because look at Intercol. Naps and players ram out. And that is just nap students. Right? The only reason in the college we ram out is because Gallas want to go and see man play football. Half of the thing is the girls, the other half is the men, and that's because when you go in secondary school, like you're, you're naturally engulfed in that school patriotism, like, yeah, boy. And the next thing school with schools in, in, in the league now and with Intercol now, almost every school have their own homegirl. Right. So, well, I mean, all, all, all the students and the whole school get in to see their school play. It yeah. is not that with clubs. Because clubs, yeah. as I said before, it's the same stadiums are playing in over and over and over. Yeah. Money, like Money Atto and, and Heasley. And as, as somebody from, let me say, Club Sando. Club Sando, if you're playing in Money Amjan every week, clubs, Money Amjan, not in Sando, it's in Marvella, first things first. So you don't identify with your club homegirl. Right. So what inclining you to support Club Sando? If you can't identify with the club, you are yeah. naturally, as a Trinidadian and Trinidadian is Banwaganist, you go and look to support Connection, Central, Chablote, whoever the case may be, whoever winning basically. Yeah. You have no identity with yeah. the yeah, area that you're from. Yeah, the Belagrongs in San Fernando, close to where the club is trained, and then yeah, I mean, we have, have a community identity. Skin up, we have Skinner Park. We have Skinner Park. Skinner Park should be some clubs on the way. Oh, that's going to strip. But that's the point. Like, that's the point. You know, yeah. that's what you're trying to say. We have, we have a whole. No, let me just say, we are not paying no money for that. Skinner Park is right there. But <laughs> <laughs> a whole ground. Skinner Park have two grounds. Go, go. They want to go in money out hmm. there. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's that. Can that I park it's the Calypso Fiesta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what the weirdest thing? I was watching like images from 1986 something, and Skinner Park was the national stadium. You know? Trinidad national team used to play games in Skinner Park. Wow, yeah, because South South people used to real support football. Trinidad, but um, it really go, it yeah. goes back to, to 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 advertising and really commercializing, like having football as a product. When you advertising a product like Coca Cola or something, you use you, you see advertising, you see you see um deals, you see packages, you see like it really needs to be something that people see often. They see offers and and they go after it. And then well, the next thing to it, um, football these days, well, football, football clubs and administrators, this target, there's only target corporate people. So it, it's just like businesses targeting other businesses. And yeah, that, and my thing is, that don't make sense. That don't make sense. Exactly, you, because you're not they're targeting. Fun. They're fun, come from the regular people saying, no, exactly. I'm watching the normal TV. Exactly. Wait, so is, is, is the youth pro league or any of the local leagues televised? No. Well, intercolors, intercolors. Intercolors on sports, but we're not no local. Channel. That's the only thing that's televised. Is it sports channel for Wii Sports? That you still bring them things? Isn't Sports Max a cable channel? Yeah, yeah but I, Sports Max is not a local channel at the end of the day. Sports Max is Jamaican. Yeah, that's a regional yeah. channel. So that's yeah, no, really, that's the thing. Local channels really don't Local channels don't, don't televise the games. Oh, as bad as our thing is, we have a Monday night football game. I, I know that. Live we know every that. Month. <laughs> every month. Every before that, before that, we used to have um live games on Sunday, three o'clock kickoff. So you used to watch live games on the local. And that's channel. my thing. Like, why is it somebody local channels? Like, who is? Let's be real. Who is watch Guile? What's wrong with the other people? Wanna see? <laughs> 
I sure can say some of that TV time and go and stop Gaya, doing the Gaya, so where Gaya. Gaya. The man who owned Gaia didn't like go for me already. Yeah, I think those shutting down Gaia. Well, they might say, like, show something to people might want to see. Nah, well, it would take, it would take. It would take change within organizations like that. No, but even take, some like it would take passionate people like us to go in and actually make. Let's change. go. What you want? Let me talk about guy. Question, question, though. Question, though. Does does anybody really want to play for the national team? I think yes. I would say. I think I would, yes. Yeah. I would. I would play if I could get a chance. I think yeah, yes. It's how people who want to be on the national team, but yeah. national yeah. team, so, well, I wouldn't say national team. I think the whole TTFA is just so toxic right now. And the thing about, the thing about Trinidad, right, is no matter how dog shit we play us play, at the end of the day, only us can talk about it. Because Caribbean countries on a very whole, on a whole, very patriotic about Whatever it is they're doing. So while, yeah, our Trinidad team would not be performing at the standard we want, I'm pretty sure that any footballer, whether young, coming up, or at the age, would still look at it as some kind of honor to be chosen for a national team, you know? Like me, if I had the chance, regardless of how bad the soccer princesses would be playing, if I had the chance and I get to go up there, I'm proud to support my team, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, I, I play for Trinidad, I'm on my, my national team. So it's already like a lack of interest from athletes. It's just we don't have the right facility. And yeah, I'm not going to say that. We cannot blame the players for the state and the national team. Exactly. Because they bring in their skill. They bring in what they could do best. The players are a product of the system. And yeah. if the system bad, the players will be bad. Right. So we can't, and we that's can't the thing. Like you can't, you can't expect that your players working at a certain pace and a certain environment and you expect them to go and do whatever else. And that's why I do understand because if you was training a certain amount of players for three or how much of a month and you go up there and you sub out for a whole bunch of new players that have not trained with the, the original team, like how you expect it to go? It's not a kind of chemistry, it's not a kind of understanding. They never play with each other before, you know. And then you can't you can, kind of gauge the players based on the months of work that are put in. Exactly. Yeah, you, you never really know all what that. going on that field. Mm. I'm pretty well, sure, I know, let me just say I'm pretty sure, it, it might have still end up like a 5-1, five, 5-0, one, five, maybe not 7. But if you, had, if you had originally start that team that was training together, for however long, I feel like the difference might have been different. It, it might not have been so bad because at least the players know who they play with and what they're up against. So it might have right. been a fight now, not a seven now. What you say, Randy? For four months, maybe. Um, not even though. <laughs> oh, I understand what you're saying, though. Yeah. And then just a way of saying. And then I feel like that's all on the confidence of your players. Because if I know I run wrong, I feel in the hot blazing sun for three months, I go up there and some man I never meet who play football probably two days with my team jumping and take my spot. Then what's the point? Why playing for? That, Why get that seems to mentally break it on me. What the exactly. man is a star? I'm not a star. <laughs> no, but that's not the point. Like, if he's a star, let him come down and train on my home ground with me. You understand? You could be how soft or soft. You could be playing in the Premier League for like here. You come and you train with the national team if you want to be a part of your national team. But back you know, you're, 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 as a coach, do, do, you're not supposed to show that kind of favoritism just because what? Some players shouldn't have brought and some players shouldn't yeah. down here. You, yeah. you should have brought them down. You feel that like number 10 would have played if Pulisic was there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but my point is, right, you think Pulisic would have saved that team? Come again? You think he would have saved that team if he was playing? Save which team? Trinidad. You think if Pulisic was playing oh. for Trinidad, it would have no. been different? No. no. We barely. We barely played in the other half. You had to train with your team. Yeah. Yeah. A team is not one man alone. A team but is uh, not one man alone. A team is not one man alone. I don't know, but I feel like players, they don't want to play for the badge like how they used to. Because if you look at even in, in 1990, where we had these strikes, these men wanted to play for the country. You know? Even in 2006, these men were passionate to play for the badge. Now, 
Imagine you have men Trinidad going to a Gold Cup and we catch a retail to get a draw against Guyana. We struggling to beat side like Martinique and things. We was also a good Caribbean nation. We was so up there with the Central American giants. I think men used to be passionate to play for the flag, but I don't know now, boy. Like, if and that's the thing. Like, I feel like as it progressed, like every new generation just losing that yeah, connection the, with sports yeah, like, as a school. Like, they love to play for team just going down and all. Like, when you ask someone, say, yeah, go to the national team, like, yeah, for me, get me, you know, it's a real iffy kind of thing. Like, yeah, like, you I ask mean, people what they think going to happen. I mean, well, them going to get, like, well, so well watching it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Come, even before I, I watch the game, um, people were asking me why, why I'm going to waste my time sit. Exactly, like that's the thing. Like, why wait? That's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah, like, why wait? You're still watching that for when you know your team gone lose, blah, blah, blah. If it was 2005, if it was 2005, 6 7, everybody watching it. Every man Jackson, you're probably watching it. Yeah. But that's the thing, though. I feel like Andrew Andy was saying, Andrew Andy was saying, you know, long time it was yeah, when you're watching your players and, and you're seeing that your team doing something, you're seeing some of these men playing in England, some of these men making it for big teams. It's like you have that dream and you know that dream alive because if one of my players could do it, you know, the rest could do it too. So you have that hope in it. But then like now you'll be watching it and I feel like sometimes people will be talking on Twitter about our local players who play in um, leagues and thing away and people will be lost, people will be confused, like who's these men? If somebody, had, like, if somebody said Dwight York playing for United, immediately you know who Dwight York is, you know who United is. But now when you hear the local players playing in foreign leagues or foreign teams, you're going to look up to see well, who this player is. I never hear about him before. Mm-hmm. You know? well, we, we had Wesley John on the podcast. Wesley John playing in Latvia, so we had him on the podcast. Who it is playing in Greece by his Levi Garcia? Levi yeah. playing in Greece. Yeah. yeah. What, 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 and we had in Germany, but he got back. Athens, Athens. Yeah. In Europa League still, Scarlett, or they get knocked out? Yeah, Athens still in it. Okay. But um, to draw parallels to um, what you are saying, Prudence, I think that the, that the meaning is, is lost on on us because it's the same thing with Western speaking. Like the last tour, a whole set of fellas said they're afraid to play because of coronavirus. But it's them same players I watching playing T10 just now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if coronavirus in you in Bangladesh, but it's not in UAE. That don't make any sense to me. Yes, I can right. <laughs> so and funny thing too is. I mean, it's not something to laugh about, but the same fella who said he's staying in Barbados to avoid coronavirus, he catch coronavirus in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> I find that, I don't know why, that's really funny too. <laughs> so these, these men just not, remember I know, at that time, cricket was about combating the oppression of your, beating yeah. your colonial masters at, at his own game. Mm. So it was like a, a freedom fight in that kind of way. Yeah. So there was there was a pride to the team. Mm-hmm. I guess it was similar thing for the football, a new nation trying to establish yeah. that national pride to say, hey, we can compete on, on the highest levels. But no, it has so many avenues mm. for people to live out them football dreams, whether it's in Latvia or somewhere else. Access to all of the world's one, leagues. The ones so, not there. I feel like because we so we so conditioned with Western football. Like if I being real, I go sit down and watch United play every day, even though I might know that they're gonna lose the whole season. Yeah. But I still want them to play because I have that loyalty to them, and I feel that as well. A lot of people do have any more the loyalty people, to their local But teams. people more lo- people more loyal to to UK clubs than they are to the national teams, and that's a fact. That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. we yeah. people were here, like we would talk about Levi playing in Greece, right? And that's a big thing for us because we know what it says for our local players to make to it somewhere for them to It's got to be England, it's got to be the US, but we know that's a huge deal. One of our players right. out there. But then other people will hear that and say, "But where's the big deal? It's just Greece." It's, it's not, not it's, us, not, it's not just it's not Man United, it's right? It's <laughs> That's right. my thing. Like, we're so accustomed to the UK and the, the Spanish football, the Italian football, that when we 
feed our players doing something big is not that big of accomplishment anymore because they make it in the, in the clubs we are accustomed watching. They make it in the leagues we are accustomed watching. I and know. it's not that we should be happy for our players that they're making it somewhere else right here. Well, we do have a player. We do have a player in England now. He signed Second last division, Yeah, we signed with Bostock. He signed for Doncaster. So okay. I think he played in League One. So we have a player in England. So if people want to see it. David Entham, St. Kitts have a player in West Brom. Yeah. Sawyer's over. Sawyer's, yeah. 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 I was surprised when I yeah. see the flag. I was like, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, saying, yeah. I'm saying, it, it coming down to dollars and cents. Really, in real terms. Like, it coming down to dollars and cents. Because you know why them 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 don't hire for four for the, the Athens? Because them figures say maybe I'm not making 250 a week, or mm. mm. in, in not in, in the club that I'm going to get a, a Audi from the sponsorship yeah. thing, yeah, or a Chevy yeah. from mm. sponsorship sponsorship thing. So, process. We have lost touch with process mm. yeah. in, in, I guess, our generation in terms of um, building. And on the flip side is that we have become less tolerant with antagonistic kind of institution. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, why are you fighting up to play with TTA, to play mm. for TTFA, and I can just try and get in a team overseas, make my money, buy my car, buy my house, take care of my family. Yeah. But these men back then perhaps never had the option to. Mm. They were like, this right. is all we have because a West Indian back then never had the, the freedom to play county cricket until later on. Mm. And going to England to play county cricket in the off season until later on. Look at look at India. India is one of the top teams in the world. Do you know that if if there's a, a league playing and the national the BCCI calls for an Indian player, they have to go. Mm-hmm. Mm. They have to go. They don't allow their players to play outside of their Indian leagues. Right. So it's like the liberalization of the whole cricket thing, you see that the players lose in a lot of. A yes, lot of and avenues. as you say, it have a lot of avenues now. And people kind of people kind of use exploiting diaspora in that sense, because you know, yeah. once you have once you have dual nationality or triple nationality, whatever it is, right, you go in for the the country with more glamour. Yeah. I can I, I can 100% assure you, if Sancho wasn't playing for England or playing in Dortmund or even playing for City, he'd be playing for Trinidad. And I can assure you yeah. that if Leon Bailey could have secured a second nationality, he would not have been playing. For he would not be playing for Jamaica at all. Because it was such a fight up. Mm. But I think he had failed to, to get into another team. So he just said, okay. Yeah, and that is it. Um, people... Um, People are exploiting that. As you see, avenues, different avenues. Exactly. Just, just, just a plug. Um, I think at 12.30, the first test match with the West Indies and Bangladesh starts. So you guys, <laughs> you guys can look out for that. Um, yeah, I'm here. Is this a paid promotional advertisement? Actually, it's 10.30. So just as a podcast, <laughs> this recording, you can... Tune in for, for good streams online. It's at crickfree.sc. Well, I, so hope, I hope Crickfree free give you your, your well, check. I, I, hope, I hope you get some coins from this. I hope they give you a check after <laughs> And they support the West Indies now. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, you're saying that because you're getting a check now. No, 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 no. I yeah, wish. You can see that now and then I'll attend to it. You can see that now and then I'll attend to it. But yeah, guys, I, this was um, this was a good conversation. We had a first pod in what, two months, a month and a half. Yeah. I don't know. I would like it to be a little more often where my team is still at the top of the table. 
Well, no team is still on the top of the table, long judging. So you're relaxed, you're like, man, when I'm here. Chelsea is still back to win, we're still back for this. No, you're still here. When we lose two games, that's when you want to start big podcast. But we didn't oh, even talk any of them, really. We didn't lose two games. We didn't even talk from football, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we aren't going anywhere, so we are there to stay on the top. So when are we ready? Well, I'm not on the top. Big dog, big dog. We are right below the top, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, well, uh, no team is still on the top long. We stay on the top for two weeks, or they stay on the top for two weeks. Liverpool was on top for a while. Leicester was on top for a while. I'm curious to see how much points just now. Nah. Nah. No team wants to stay long. You just go and be I'm up on the top. I'm speaking my bad mind. That's the thing that Bailey beat Sheffield. They're going to get beat just now. What's that? That's like my FPL boy. Hey. Just now. Is you see, you see, you see, you see, Which team? Anybody, anybody. Right. They have like two bogey losses coming up just now. I even, find so too. I feel like that's a loss coming up. Tottenham finished both here. Done. Well, yeah, guys, let me, let, me, let me wrap up there. It was, it was nice. And we, mm-hmm. we'll be back next week. Yeah. Next All week. Right. Sorry, next part. Yeah. Mm.